welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I don't know why. You I always start off with the mask on. Yeah, it's okay. proper protocol. I came in Hold today. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. I came in today, and I honestly said that looks like a pair of underwear. And I said maybe it is. <laughs> Ew. Hold on a second. All right. Okay, we're good to go. We're good. We're good um, to go. I good take temperature it, I, check. I took off. The, I'm taking off the mask now. Yeah. Beth, it all gets started. Beth after was so you take Beth was so confused when she saw the mask. She's like, "What is that?" I'm like, it's a mask. Is that underwear? I'm like, no, it's not underwear. It looks like underwear. Although it looks like underwear. Although I mean, if you want me to wear underwear around the house with, you know, around my face, I'll, no, I'll, I'll give it a I shot. Don't, but I just feel like <laughs> okay, it's... that's what you're trying to say. No, but good morning I, to everybody, to everyone out there. Yes, good morning, everyone. I don't know where all these clouds came from. It's supposed to be beautiful all day, and it's been nothing but cloudy. All right, well, mm. as long as it's not raining, then you're good, right? Exactly. So, uh, yesterday was a um, fairly long day at work. I came home. Not as long as the day before. No, no. Yesterday was, yeah, yesterday was, okay, and I came home, and Dylan came home at the same time, and then Beth looked at us as soon as we came in together. We came in the house at the same moment she thought we had a plan developed for the night we didn't we just walked in and beth said you guys going for pizza tonight because it was tuesday because it was and i and we had no plans for going for pizza right um but then we looked at each other don and i said okay maybe we should maybe we should go for pizza tonight so we decided that we were going to try one last time a place that dylan has called many times over the last couple months to no avail what, they just don't pick up the phone? I don't know. They would just close the days we try. The hours are off. Finally got through. The place is Roma in Tuckahoe. And all I can say is, Roma, where have you been all my life? I mean, it was phenomenal. Dylan and I ordered. We got, we got there, and we ordered one large pie. Dylan dug in right away. Before you know it, we were halfway through the pie in the car, didn't even leave, and we we're like, I'm wondering if uh, Beth and Rebecca are going to want any slices. So I called Rebecca, I'm like, uh, what are you doing for dinner tonight, honey? Because um, I'm eating with you guys. I said, okay, well, you want pizza? Yeah, I want pizza. So I ended up ordering a second pie. It's, I think the restaurant was happy that we liked it that much, so that, like within 10 minutes we ordered another one right there. But it was, it was phenomenal phenomenal like and i didn't realize this place has been around for like 75 years that's good so wait is it longer than johnny's are they neck and neck what's the situation no 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 no, no. don't even say things don't even don't even don't even talk like that fine johnny's is still number one okay but they can't they are wow this place yeah this place bumped a couple people out of the way this place four bros roma and stagione Wow. Those are the four now, people. Those wow. are the four. But I, we ordered the pie, and we left the house, and they come out to the driveway before we got the pies. And I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm looking at my car, and I got a flat tire in the rear right view tire. I'm like, we just ordered the pies. What am I going to do? So I called Beth on the phone. I said, are you almost home? 
because she, when she saw us coming to the house, she ran out to go do some. Well, because some, even though you were having your pizza, I was determined to make cauliflower pizza last night. Well, I was, I was say, going to have my so you went to go. Version, so you so went I, out. But I needed to pick up a couple of things I, I said, didn't have in the house. I said you got to get back here right away. I said we got to go pick up a pie. So yeah, Beth uh, got got home in in in, in a couple minutes. Um, left the car there with a flat tire in the driveway because we had to go pie a pie to go pick up. And we, we finally made it off to Roma and successfully got our pie. But like Beth said, under any other night, what you made last night, I think I would have absolutely loved. I gotta do it again. I wanna try it again. Would you so would you So make? I made cauliflower pizza and my friend Lisa and I have been like we we were determined to get the recipe right. And she did it on Friday and she said it was phenomenal. So but Lisa's a way better cook than I am. So I started to go through the recipe and it's a cup of cauliflower, quarter cup of egg, um, like egg whites, a tablespoon of ricotta cheese, and then two tablespoons of mozzarella cheese. And then if you want, you can put some seasonings on that. And then you, you mix that all together. And then you put it, you spray parchment paper, and then you put that in the oven for like 40 minutes or so. And after about like 30 minutes, you can flip it over. And, and really the goal is to keep it, get it crispy. So it has that kind of, um, you know, bread texture to it. But I was anxious. I was hungry and it was looking really good. So I was like, all right, it's fine. Um, so then I put my tomato sauce, which is really crushed tomatoes with basil. And then I added fresh tomato, um, fresh basil, and mushroom and then on top I did the mozzarella um, I sprinkled the mozzarella on top and then you put it back in the broiler and you cook for like another five minutes or so and if it was any I'm telling you if it was any other night I would have eaten the it whole thing it was the taste was really good the only thing I want to try the next time is the crispiness like my goal the next time is to get it crispier crispy but it looked beautiful key. yeah crispy is key but it looked beautiful and it was really filling um, and that's what was so nice because like he, they keep on having the pizza. I mean, Saturday is going to be. I don't Saturday know, is going to do. Saturday is going to be off the, the charts. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I don't know about with, that. You were asking me like the seek, you know, the order. I think we're going to start off with Sally's. Okay, so I got to tell Vicky because she wants yeah, to come. Yeah, I think yeah. So I'm pretty sure. Where is everybody? I don't know. Nobody's. Yeah, are we, are, are, can anybody? People hear are us? watching. Are people watching? People okay, are watching. Yeah. Let us know, just Tell let us you're here. You, I see Jeremy's there. here. All right. Erica. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning, Larry everyone. Larry was watching. Um, I guess I, I don't know. Maybe pizza bores you. It excites but, me. So you're gonna. So we're gonna give the tour. You know, we're gonna let you know where we're going if anyone wants to meet us um, at the first location at noon, right? I, yes, I'm gonna. I will have everything planned out later on this evening. Okay. Good. I, I will say this, okay, because I had the flat tire in, in the. Uh, the car in the driveway. I've been a member of AAA since 1992. Okay, let me tell you. If anybody out there, if you drive a car, if your kids have a car, whatever, please make sure you have AAA. It is by far the best service that money can buy. There's not even anything that comes close to it. It is the best, cheapest insurance policy you can have for your automobile in case of a flat tire or any other stuff that you could possibly have. Called them up yesterday. They told me they were gonna, I called them around 7.15, 7.20. They said, okay, we'll have somebody out to you by 8.30, 8.40. They were there within 20 minutes. That's 20. great. And I still haven't changed, I, I have a spare, I'm riding around on a spare right now because of- Donut. I, I, yeah, on a donut. So I got to go get that fixed. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't change flat tires. That's not my thing. And you don't I fix don't, shelves either. I don't fix shelves either. Or doors. Do you want to talk about the shelf? Go ahead. Talk about the shelf. 
If you, you, I mean, you're gonna call it's me. It's not out. a shelf. It's a door. It's a um, door. I'm just, Please. I'm bummed because we have such a beautiful bathroom. It's we like did. my pride and joy is the bathroom, and and Still I keep is. saying that you know we need someone to come in to kind of refresh the tiles a bit, especially in our shower that I need to be fixed. But we also had had a door who that was the, a little who's, bit. Who's the guy that did it for us? Gino. Oh, Gino. He Gino. was so good. He's Gino, so talented. Gino was a Gino. work of art. Yeah. And he, the guy was a craftsman like you wouldn't believe. He's from Italy and oh, just. Didn't he used to do restaurants in Manhattan, so gorgeous get, mosaics. Don't so get in his way, though. Yeah, do, not, was, do not disturb him. Yes. So anyway, our vanity over the last year or two has on your side, the door is is a little bit faulty. It, it doesn't which is, come, which is weird because I don't really use that stuff that often down yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know. I, no, I do know. I think it's because you decide like everything else in our bed. It wasn't me yanking you, it, though. No, but you stuff things in there. Well, room. I put the cleaning supplies on his yeah, side, uh-huh. so whatever. That's what I get. I so get anyway, I, I, you know, it was loose off the hinge, and I forgot to really just tell the cleaning crew to please be a little bit more careful when they're in our bathroom. Please be careful with. Please the, don't rip a door off the hinge because you're in a, a hurry. That's it's already, already a little bit spotty because we do not know how to hang things. Right. So yesterday I come upstairs to go to bed and I go into the bathroom and all of a sudden what do I see? But the doors like off it's the com- hinge com- completely. Com- as they say, completely, completely unhinged. Completely unhinged, and I'm like. Oh, Man. So the door was resting against the... Good morning, Denise. The door was resting against right. the cat, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now, counter. and then on top of that, my shower head, that's my other, like, bone of contention. For some reason, every time they clean in the shower, the shower is, like, insane. So you open the door, you turn it on, and it starts the spraying The water starts you. spraying your face. Yeah, outside, like, outside the shower. We're getting attacked by our own shower. Right. I spent 10 minutes today trying to remaneuver the shower head because <laughs> I was like, I can't handle this. And you don't want to start your day angry, you know? But I, like, already started the day, like, on the wrong foot because my shower, like, yeah. spra- you know, sprayed water you in need, my eyes. It was not you need pleasant. The sh- you need the shower to go the right way in order for your day to, to start. Yeah, you can't be opening up no. the shower, turning it on, and the and water, water literally comes in out face. into the bathroom. It's no. not a good scene. You, so you had that happen to you, too? I thought it was just me. No, no, it happened <laughs> yesterday and today. It was so annoying. So then I texted um, the person that we work with, you know, for the cleaning crew, and I said, please, the next time, like, uh, you know, First of all, they, the door's broken now, so who do I call to fix it? I was kind of hoping he would just say, I'll fix it, but he didn't. And um, and now I said, please tell them not to touch the shower head. Like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. We have it perfectly positioned. Right. Do not touch it. It's like it's cranked exactly it, to where the, I need it to be, and if you mess it up, I'm going to find you. It's, it's the equivalent. It's going to turn my mood bad. It's the equivalent of how I feel, like, with my car, with my car seat, and the wind, right, it has mirrors, to be in the exact place. spot. And then when one of my kids drives the car and they leave the seat in the wrong position and the mirrors are all messed up, it really just it it, it doesn't ruin my day, but it's a little bit irritating. And I don't we don't have the uh, the console that you can just go ahead and pro- program which driver it is so it remembers you know to go back to its original position yeah so, so i think i need to just get a youtube video on how to fix the hinge because i probably can let me know how that goes and i'll go and i'll get all the stuff because otherwise it'll just sit there for the next year and i just that's can't not have true that. i did I'll, I'll, I'll try to work on it you're not gonna work <laughs> on it i either gotta find someone to fix it or do it myself okay well, or dylan can help me we can we dylan, can figure it out dylan's He's very the, dylan's very handy he I is don't know. handy dylan has managed to um gain certain skills and 
and attributes, uh, you know, life skills that I just don't have. Yep. I'm very, and I'm very proud of him. You good can for, put stuff together. Good for you, I Dylan. rely on him to help me put stuff together. So um, after you, we had the pizza, I had my regular pizza, you had your cauliflower pizza, we were surfing channels and we... Oh. we and for some reason, we came across oh, probably the worst the, movie no, no, ever. No, I wouldn't say this is this is like one of my, I'll call this a guilty pleasure movie. Oh. Okay, the movie with Adam Sandler is "That's My Boy." I mean, it, <laughs> uh, it is an absolutely train wreck, train wreck, terrible movie. But I find it hilarious. I find Adam Adam Sandler hilarious. The entire cast. Just cracks me up. Even the the grandmother cracks me up. I mean, there's so much just god awful inappropriate humor in there. I feel like it would never get made now. I don't know. It's so. Yeah, I know, Kevin. Oh, I know. I know. I'm. I'm sorry that I'm even saying it, but I'm owning it. I love it. I do. I love a tattoo of tattoo. A tattoo of tattoo. That was the. Funniest line in the movie. You don't have to watch anything else. That's the only line that's funny. Ugh, really? It's, yeah, I, I know. I I I'm, I can't account for my poor taste. At that times. was just I really can't. bad. But that's that's what we were watching last night. And, and don't. I was watching it. Watching and I fell it asleep. Too. Don't put then, it. Yeah. Yeah, you. I fell watch. asleep at the end. Yeah, you just don't want to admit it like yeah. like I do. Yeah. Okay. Um. I actually like the Todd Bridges scene too. That was funny. Oh yeah, ice. Todd. Yes, that yeah. was that was that was very funny. Yes. Um, there's like 3.4 million COVID cases now, and 133,000 people have uh, have died. Wow. Well, I want to say one thing before you start going into the news again, but since Kevin is on here, Kevin was one of the original contestants on The Amazing Race, and Kevin probably knows this already, but Amazing Race was always like the stepchild in the CBS family, and yet Amazing Race was the one that won all the Emmy Awards and was always like best reality show. It took a while before Survivor even won, and this year Survivor was supposed to be filming in Fiji, and they're having some issues, I guess, in terms of obviously coronavirus, so they are, this is the first time in 20 years that they've had to delay the season premiere of Survivor. But the winner uh, um, in this whole exchange now is The Amazing Race because they had an episode, they had the season in the can of The Amazing Race. So that's going to go this Excellent. fall on CBS. So Kevin, yay. Way to, way to go. And on top of that, our good friend Phil Kogan, who's the host of The Amazing Race, and he's hosting the show Tough as Nails this summer. Show's doing really well in the ratings. So now, an idea nice here. guys finish let's, first. Let's see what kind of clout Beth has. Okay. Do you think at any point in the future we might be able to get Phil as a uh, guest on our? Uh, I'm gonna reach out to yeah. Phil. Why don't we have Phil? I'm gonna ask Phil and his wife Louise because they're a great couple. We can get Phil and uh, and Louise actually produce a podcast out in California, and Louise is fantastic. I love her, and I think she actually produces the Tough as Nails shows show with him. So, so maybe we can get Phil and Louise on the on the podcast. I think that'd be pretty show. cool. All right. I'm gonna okay. reach out, and then I could bring Kevin in as a special. Guess. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, so that's where the COVID is, uh, you know, obviously uh, it's, it, it seems to be getting worse before it's getting better. Um, on the airline front, I guess the, I didn't realize that the airline that is sort of uh, everybody's favorite right now, it's not a horrible movie. Oh, thing. yes, it is. The, 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 air, the airline that's everybody's favorite right now for travel, if you have to travel, it seems to be Delta because Delta. Um, is blocking out the uh, middle seat. Good. But two things on that. One, Delta said that's not going to last for a very long time. I think it's going to go till either Labor Day or maybe September 30th, number one. 
And number two, all the other airlines who are not doing it basically are saying that this move by any airline to block the middle seat is really just a PR stunt. It really has just no, means that it, they haven't sold those it, seats. It's yeah, it's that's probably it. It's not it's not effective necessarily for reducing transmission. Well, if it's airborne, yeah. I mean, they're saying it's airborne. So. so they, you know, it's nice that Delta's doing that, and I think Southwest might be doing it too. But that's not going to, um, that's not going to last. Um, man, my brother is living in in a town right now that I just continue to see bad news. I don't know what's happening in Lansing. So, in Lansing, this man, I guess wasn't wearing a mask and the customer at a store was upset that he wasn't wearing a mask and I guess the customer said something that man ended up stabbing the customer at the store the cops ended up finding the guy that that did the stabbing without the mask that guy ended up coming after an officer and the officer shot him oh wow did the other? Did the customer survive? Yeah, the customer. I think the customer is fine. The guy, the customer that um, sustained the stab wound is okay. But the perpetrator, the one who came in without a mask, and then ended up getting entangled with law enforcement, I, I believe provoked the officer and came at the officer, ended up getting shot. So here's the lesson: wear your damn mask. Yeah, you don't want to get Just stabbed. Just wear your mask. Yeah. Okay. So Denise says, my father was crazy about my mother moving the mirrors in that store. <laughs> yep. There's just certain things you're used to. Um, back to, uh, we were talking about Kelly Preston. I didn't realize that she is plays a, she played a prominent role in the video that Adam Levine had for the song, She Will Be Loved. Oh, really? Yeah. The um, reason I'm bringing it up is because supposedly Adam, Adam Levine... Uh, posted something, posting the video, and basically selling, saying that Kelly Preston will always have a special place. Oh, that's in, nice. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't realize that uh, that she was the person in that video. That was when Maroon Five actually made good music. We were talking about that. Like, I don't know what Adam Levine is doing in Maroon Five is, but their stuff, like, of late for the last. Well, couple it's of years, like when you look at like even terrible. like a Billy Joel. Remember, like after uh, certain albums, it was like yeah. Yeah. After he met Christy Brinkley, it went oh downhill. yeah, that after the uptown girl that, phase. That was, was when not he. Ju- good, that's when he. That's when Billy Joe jumped the shark. Yeah, it was not a good songwriting. I will say, like uptown for. girl, is one of those songs that is. I it, like it, it. it. I like it too. I don't think it's a. It's probably not meant to be considered a very good song. I do like it. It's catchy, but. The rest of the stuff he came out with afterwards, oh, Billy, yeah, Billy, man, come on, you were better than that. He's all, got so many good ones, though. I, all, yes, he does, and we did see Billy Joel in concert. And I think the ago. people in front of us were annoyed because I was singing so much they moved away. Yeah. I was singing every song, and and, and there were young people in and front of able, us, like because you were able to hear about this time because Billy lost a little bit of the volume on his voice over over time. He wasn't as loud, so I guess when you were singing, people could hear you. Yeah, <laughs> was this backup singer from like the nosebleed section at Madison Square Garden. Hi, Billy. Hi, Billy. Um, did you see a Viacom CBS has parted ways with Nick Cannon? Good. What an idiot. Ass. Yeah. Anti-Semitic POS. That is what you are, Nick Cannon. Okay. Unreal. Tired of all this, really. It, it, it's it's. I, I don't see how these celebrities feel that they can go ahead and say things with impunity and then afterwards basically say... Yeah, no, I did, that's not the way it was meant. Uh, it was misunderstood. It was taken out of context. 
you know exactly what you were saying really uh, it's 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 so troubling mm-hmm. it's so troubling I'm, thank thank you Viacom CBS for at least doing the right thing we, this these actors celebrities public figures who either um, <laughs> expressly you know explicitly or implicitly uh, condone anti-semitism it it, re- it really bothers me a lot, as you can tell. It bothers me a tremendous amount, and when I when I see it happen, it, it makes me ill. Um, so I'm glad that they I'm glad that they took action. And Nick, I hope you never work again. That's sorry. You'll work it, again, just you know. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, there was a uh, I didn't realize this. There was a journalist that, uh, for the New York Times. Oh, Barry Weiss. Oh, you knew that? I read it, yeah. It, yeah. Very interesting. It's really a great article. Very interesting. Um, I guess mm. she just handed in her resignation Yeah. yeah. Uh, to the New York Times. And I, I guess she was originally brought on to the staff to, to be a, a more centered Yeah, uh, to voice, bring on more diverse mo- voices mo- from all voice, sides. Right, because yeah. the New York Times is obviously a very traditionally, very left-wing, uh, progressive, progressive yeah. paper. Which I, and I read the New York Times, and I... Um, I think it's great, and I also read the New York Post and other stuff. But she was brought on to provide a different voice, right? Yep. Which is good. I mean, I, I I applaud that that they were doing it. Well, it wasn't that she was brought on to be a different voice. It was that she was actually an editor that was looking out to feature different voices. So, yeah. like when Tom Cotton did an op-ed, and then people were ripped to shreds about putting him, you know, allowing him to have an op-ed, what she was trying to say is just because you don't agree with that person doesn't mean that they don't deserve to have a place to share what they think, too. That's why it's called an op-ed. And and people are being lambasted, and people were making fun of her and bullying her from inside the New York Times, because she had these views of, why can't we share everybody's opinions? Like, uh, of course. Good for her. and this is the one. This is the quote that that stuck with me that she said, which I I, I I thought was really telling. She said, "I was always taught that journalists were charged with writing the first rough draft of history. Now, history itself is one more ephemeral thing molded to fit the needs of a predetermined narrative." Mm, it's I thought, true. And I thought that was really. I thought that was very telling. I very mean, look, I had. I mean, and this is so funny because back in college, I had my favorite teacher. My favorite professor's name was Justin Lewis. He was this English. He was in English. He was from England, so he had a great accent. And his course was all about how the media manipulates our view of the world. And at the time. The big thing that was going on, I guess, in the 80s was, like, the Nicaraguans. The Nicaraguans and, the like, the Sandinistas and Ortega and all this other stuff. So he would make you pick a newspaper and share, like, what's the view of the New York Times versus how the New York Post is covering it or the Boston Globe or, you know, and then you would start seeing, oh, I see it that they're slanted in this direction or this, this particular paper is in favor of what the government is doing and this paper is kind of in favor of what, well, you know, the other side is doing. So that was my first taste of it, and then I kind of didn't pay attention. But then after the election, it was like, oh yeah, you can't trust really much. No, it's, no, it's opinion driven, and it's very hard to kind of figure out the yeah. truth. So if you were driving one day and you um, broke down, and your car was there, and you were you know looking for help for somebody to help you, and all of a sudden you, you found out that the person coming to your aid is Shaquille O'Neal, how? 
How would you feel? Would, would, I'd would, be like, oh my god. Like, wait, wow. I wow. Need to, I need to break down more Shaq often. Shaq is here. So that was Shaq uh, is yeah. Here. So supposedly wow. yeah. Supposedly Shaq saw somebody uh, in a car, or whatever, who broke down. I guess he. That's over. like a new reality show. And Shaq to the rescue. And he came and he waited with the person until the help came and stuff like that. I'm like, you know what? That's that's really very, good very, very I've cool. heard other celebrities who've done like nice things like that. But, yeah, you know, that's, that, a good, I mean, that's a good I would just guy, say, like, you know what? Like, you ma- imagine how frustrated you are. Your car breaks down. I mean, it's, it is one of the, it, it's just a terrible feeling overall when your car breaks down, no matter where you are. And it feels very helpless at the time. And all of a sudden, <laughs> somebody comes along and it happens to be Shaq. I, I mean, think it's pretty cool. I think it's pretty, it's very cool. That's so, awesome. So, um, not so cool is Matt Damon. Uh oh. What did he do? He's moving into Brooklyn into a place one of the most expensive in Canarsie places. maybe. No I'm kidding. I, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a Dumbo area or whatever. Whatever. Part oh yeah, of Brooklyn. Dumbo is like hot. He basically had the entire block shut down so he could move all his stuff in. Oh please. Yeah. yeah like really. Bad. Speaking of Canarsie, there's actually an uptick in shootings there. So of course there is. Remember when I said the other there day was I thought things shootings, <laughs> There was an uptick in shootings from the moment Beth got out. Yeah. Well, there there was lots of cars <laughs> being stolen because saw, I saw one pull out and I saw that happen. But, yeah, so they were saying that there's um, an uptick. So when I said I visited our old house, good thing we kind of, like, it was a drive-by. Yeah, right. It, it was without really the gunshots. A, it, was a, it was a drive-by without the shots. <laughs> uh, I guess Kanye West is no longer running. Oh, I'm so glad yeah, he dropped yeah, out. He dropped out. He, uh, you know what? Kim probably said to him, don't be an ass. Don't, yeah, just, you know don't, what? Don't, don't, pick we're another getting the, We're pick getting an, the prison reform uh, thing pick, going. Pick, we're getting innocent people out of jail. Let's Eyes on the prize, man. Pick, 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 another, pick, pick, pick another time. Don't try to take votes away but, from people. Yeah, Not worth so, it. So Kanye is uh, Good, taking a back seat. Excellent. Uh, for Mets fans out there, right here, and you're a Mets fan too, but you yes. don't get as concerned. Supposedly, and not supposedly, actually, uh, DeGrom was in an inter-squad game, uh, I think it was yesterday, and he had to leave because of back issues. Uh-oh. But when are they playing anyway? I, it doesn't matter. If, if, if there's a back issue, that's a real... That's How a, old it, is he? Well, he's still young. Oh. He's their Cy Young award winner. Mm. He's the ace of the staff. He's the best pitcher in baseball. The problem is, is that Noah Syndergaard, who was probably their number three pitcher on the team is gonzo for the season. He was already gone before this before everything started because he had to get Tommy John surgery. But if DeGrom is out as well, uh, I mean you can just <laughs> you could take your sixty games so I won't be watching any. Because All right. Well, he needs to swim more and he, stretch. That Degrom, you hear that? That's, he needs to swim more and stretch. There was a there um there's uh, there was an Olympic athlete Dana something Dana I forget what her last name was, but I I remember meeting her and she was one of the oldest um, Olympic swimmers and she and her whole thing was stretching was like her biggest thing like the, there's a the, actually there's a new place yeah by us in, called Stretch Lab. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. it's really good, and that's something that she said. Like, if it wasn't for the stretching, she never would have been able to, to accomplish what she did as a as a swimmer. So, okay, Degrom. So, Degrom, go go, go to stretch go, lab. Go stretch lab. <laughs> um, and the last thing before we go on to your thing is supposedly uh, uh, your girl. Uh, what's her name? G- I can still get Gillian. Gillian. Not my girl, Gillian. Gillian. Gillian Maxwell. Yeah, my girl was crying was crying because she was uh, held without bail. Boo hoo. So, um, yeah, I cried when I was held with a <laughs> So, see, Beth can relate. 
I can relate. They moved me from, from <laughs> solitary to solitary. Any bail for me, yeah. please? Excuse me. Yeah, you, uh, I feel like I've been prison because the White House you, Black you, Market you, has been closed. You're a flight risk. Speaking of, look, look at this. See this little top? This top I haven't worn in a long time. It's one of my favorite tops. Wow. So, uh, oh, very nice. And it's in honor of in two days White House Black Market <laughs> open, so I'm like getting ready. I, got I want the, you to forward this to, buy, you know, to White House Black Market. I should. Let them know. They should they give get, me the wardrobe. They're getting, they're getting some free PR yeah, right Yeah, they now. should get the wardrobe for right. keeping it real with Beth and Darren. So we've got some good uh, trivia today. Right. I, I, I cover the. I went across the board today. All right, let's get so, going. So your word of the day is hectograph. Hectograph. A hectograph. See, Lucia said my daughter struggled with back issues due to tumbling. A hectograph. Um, like a, a five-sided... Anyone? Hectograph. Catherine Christman is on. I Catherine's a wordsmith, so she may know this. A hectograph. You have well, you your get competition it, going you, you on. Get me pretty Jeremy hectic. may know, too. A hectograph. Hmm. Anyone? I don't know. Anyone? Okay. All right. Well, I know we're on a delay, yeah. but it's a process for making copies of a letter, memorandum, etc., from a prepared gelatin surface to which the original writing has been transferred. It's a machine for making such copies. Wow. Very involved. Yeah. So it's not the five-sided whatever. That's a it, trick question. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's Sounds go, too geometric. Yeah, all right, okay. Let's go, let's well, go with I the guess, trivia. All right. So first question. What is the most popular movie soundtrack of the 1980s? Most popular? I have an answer. Okay. All right. We're going to give people some time, or are we going to, like, uh... I'm going to go with Flashdance. No. It was in there, um, but it's not one. It wasn't the top one. I'm going to go with St. Elmo's Fire. It's in there, too, but not. Now, think about it, it would be, it was a combination of it being a movie and one of the most popular artists of all time. So then you'll kind of. Okay. That's your hint. Anyone? People are kind of quiet today. Is it a Michael Jackson soundtrack? Nope. Michael Jackson. What was it? it wasn't that would have been like uh, the no because he. I don't know. What is it? All right, it? it's Purple Rain. Oh! Oh! Don't! Don't! So your other so other soundtracks of the '80s: Dirty Dancing, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Top Gun, The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Flashdance, The Big Chill, Saint Elmo's, The Blues Brothers, Say Anything, and Footloose. And Bodyguard's good, but I think it only had, like, one really, really good song. So I guess that's probably why I didn't have the whole, I don't know. Um, okay, your qu question number two. What is the oldest living animal on Earth? The oldest living animal on Earth? Um, I'm going to go with the sloth. No. Now I'm going to take you back to, why don't you think about... Um, Finding Nemo. You could find your answer in Finding Nemo. <laughs> um, a sea turtle? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, a, it's a tortoise. It's uh, currently the world's oldest known land animal is Jonathan. 
a 183-year-old Aldabra giant tortoise oh, wow. that lives on the grounds of the governor's mansion in St. Helena, an island off West Africa. He's 183? 183. Wow. Jonathan. God, bl- God bless Who you, Jonathan. Who him Jonathan? I mean, 183 <laughs> years ago, that was not a popular name. No, definitely So wasn't. I have, unless, I mean, John would have been. Uh, All right, Ivy's right. It was sort of a reptile. You're right. Um, okay, what was the most popular food in 2020, according to DoorDash? Most popular food? Right, according to DoorDash. So DoorDash is one of those apps, you know, where you, like, deliver yeah. to your house. Uh, oh, Jeremy, isn't that called a Xerox? No, that would have been the brand. Uh, most popular food? Trevor. Oh, is Trevor the, will... was Trevor the turtle from Finding Nemo? That's funny. What type of cuisine or a specific food, like, just specific food? And it's most popular food in America. I'm gonna go pizza. No, it didn't even make the top five. Seriously? On DoorDash. I'm not. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about like what's just the mo- most popular food. All right. So your most popular is apple pie, and it was a percentage increase over 2018 by 1550 percent. They see this impressive rise in popularity of this old-school comfort food dessert as an indication that a nostalgia trend is continuing by bringing back classics with dessert first. And then the other five are cream cheese rangoons, which are up 1,300%, molten chocolate cake, also up over 1,300, Brussels sprouts, over 1,200, and hash browns, 1,200. Who, who was eating that? People who order on DoorDash. Yeah, okay, you can keep your apple pie. Send me a pizza. You like crab rangoon, cream cheese ragoon? <laughs> I do. You've had that. You've had a little I, cream I, cheese ragoon. All right, go who on. hasn't had a good cream Next, cheese ragoon? Yeah, yeah. All right, who is the oldest active player in Major League Baseball? Uh, Bartolo Colon. Nope. Uh, oh, God. I should know that. Should know. Jeremy, I think you're like, uh, I think you're watching us a little slow. You answered turtle. That was like three questions ago. I don't know. Who's the answer? The answer is Fernando Rodney. Wow. Okay. 19, born in 1977. He's presently 42 years of age. He's currently the oldest active player in the MLB. That's not the nearest guys. That's whatever. Currently. Who, yeah, okay. Who's the oldest living player in the MLB history? Who's the oldest living player in MLB history? Yeah, who's the oldest living baseball player? Yeah, right now. He's not playing anymore, but he's no, still No, if he were playing now, right. I'd be very impressed with him. Who's the oldest? Uh, Look at me stumping you on sports questions. I'm going to say Willie Mays. No. Um, uh, got me. All right. Eddie Robinson. He's wow. 99 years, 211 days. Wow. In second place is George Elder, who's 99 and 126 days. And then third is Eddie Bazinski at 97 years, 252 days. Who are these guys? You ever heard of them? No. 100 years old almost. <laughs> wow. Okay. We, people are, like, not answering today, or they're, or they're just not You're getting stumping it. them. What is the smallest state capital in the United States? I think some people, somebody down here is going to guess this one. Smallest Smallest state, state capital in the United States. Uh, 
the capital of Rhode Island? Is it Warwick? Mm, that would be wrong anyway. Smaller. Think smaller. I don't know. Wait, I, that's not a good impression. Her <laughs> son would do it. I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't, you got me. Anybody? No steroids no for those steroids players. No steroids for those yeah. players, that's right. Um, I don't know. I was trying to do a Bernie Sanders impression. It's what, a gut, a, No, what? in Vermont, but what, oh. what's the capital of Vermont? Um, what the hell is the capital of Vermont? Oh man, you'd be bombing my uh, quiz today. Capital of Vermont. Anyone? Anyone? Let's Go ahead, what is it? Montpellier. Oh, Vermont. Montpellier, yes, okay. Only has 7,352 residents. Wow. Okay, maybe we can move there. Not that, that many be, people. We're there. I don't like Bernie Sanders though, so never mind. Um, what was the most watched TV show in history? This is kind of a trick question, so just be careful. I'm going to go... Don't think traditional, you know, like, just think about the whole... I'm going to go 60 minutes. No. The TV show, most watched show... Mo more, yeah, most watched TV... <coughs> I'll, I'll change it to TV event. Nope. Like one particular yes. episode that was yeah exactly well the one yeah nope all right you ready yeah Super Bowl fifty nine according to numbers released by Nielsen one hundred and fourteen point point four million Americans tuned in to watch the Patriots beat the Seahawks twenty eight to twenty four interesting right? wow yep what's the best selling novel of all time. I didn't realize I made my question so hard today. Catch in the Rye. Nope. Think more current. Where kids read it too. Kids and adults. The author's been pretty controversial lately. <laughs> oh, J.K. Rowling. Right. Uh, What's the book called? Um... Come on! It's the Harry Potter series. Exactly! Yeah. Sold more than 500 million copies worldwide. First novel in the series, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, is sold in excess of 120 million copies, making it one of the best-selling books of all time. Catherine with the win on Harry Potter. Okay. I want closest number wins to this <coughs> one. How many movies has Morgan Freeman been in? And name five of them. I was kind of impressed with how many movies he's been in. I was like, wow. Man must be very wealthy. He is very wealthy. I'm going to say he's been in 25 movies. What? Way more? Way more. 55 movies. Way more. Wow. Um, I'm gonna... Anyone? 110 movies? All right, now you're a little over. Jeez. Like All right, so he's been in 98 movies. Okay. And now so, name five of them. All right, we got Shawshank Redemption. Of course. We got um, 
Is it Bruce Almighty or Evan Almighty? I always forget which one. Bruce was right. Bruce, Bruce Almighty. Got Driving Miss Daisy. Mm-hmm. He got, um, what's the one with him and Jack Nicholson? The Bucket List. Okay. Um, we have uh, him and Ashley Judd Kiss the Girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, uh, Unforgiven. Mm-hmm. Um, What's in the bag? Oh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> seven, yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, Now You See Me. Nice, wow, yep. Million Dollar Baby. Did you know Million he was in Dollar that Baby, yep, great movie. He's been in some fantastic, He's been in some fantastic movies. movies. I think if you want to do a Morgan Freeman binge oh, watch. How about the, do you count the uh, the Penguin? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, his voice oh, in the yeah, movie, in yeah. those movies too, yes. So we'll count that one. All right, okay, I, all right. I, got, I got to get moving. All right, all right, I'm going. Okay. What's the most popular drink in America? Um. All right. Well, the it's soda is number two. Oh, uh, look at Lucia. Shaw sang seven. Bucket list seven. Oh, that you wrote seven twice. White House has fallen. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, it's water is number one. Soda two. Coffee three. Beer four. Milk five. I'm giving you one bonus question. All right. What is our, what was the most popular bar drink in America in 2020, according to Esquire? What's popular bar drink in 20... You're going to like this one. It's a personal favorite. <laughs> an old-fashioned? Yes! Wow, look at that. Look at that, look at that Alicia, if you're watching. An old-fashioned old fashioned is number you start, one. You, you and Pete started the trend. And then Negroni, Daiquiri, Dry Martini, Whiskey Sour. And for us ladies, in terms of the most popular mixed drinks from Liquor.com, Margarita, Mojito, Tequila Sunrise, White Russian, Gimlet, Lemon Drop, Bourbon Old Fashioned, Tequila Mockingbird, Bloody Bulldog, Sex on the Beach, Aviation, which I've never heard of, Summer Martini, Eclipse, Cherry Collins, and Moscow Mule. Surprisingly, what's missing is um, is an Aperol Spritz. Oh, you gotta have an Aperol Spritz. I don't know what happened to the Aperol Spritz, so I was kind of like, I want to complain. Yeah. All right. But I, other than that, I, that I was could, my yeah, trivia. For I would today. like to have a drink right now. I, I would love to have a drink yes. right now, but I can't because I got to go back to work. Right. So I'm right. um, happy that you guys joined me. I'll try to make the trivia questions easier tomorrow. Easier. Yeah, I, it was tricky today. I'm sorry. We may have to. We may, may have to. We may have to take bring the it trivia, down, or we're gonna have to take the trivia back. From no. Me. No. All right. We'll give I'm it. I'm enjoying we're gonna, this. We're gonna give it. We're gonna, we're gonna give it the week. We'll okay. Give it, we'll give it the week. Okay. All right. All right. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. And we're hoping that we get a chance to uh, spend more time with you guys tomorrow. We will be back. Enjoy your day. Stay safe, okay? Have fun. And smiles, everyone. Bye. Bye.